Water. Earth. Fire. Aqua. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the coronavirus attacked. Let me do the thing. What thing? The thing! Oh, right. Please sit. Why don't you enjoy a cup of calming jasmine tea? I'm Bethany Burnham. I'm Libby Lee. And this is Yip Yip, the last podcast. And today we will be talking about ships. Ships, but not the kind you float in upon the sea. But I think all of you already know that because if you're listening to this, you've probably dabbled a bit in the website called Tumblr, so you probably know a little bit about ships. So probably know a little bit about ships. You've probably thought about Tizula. Oh, Tizula. A lot. <laughs> wow, we're really just getting down to it with like these interesting crack ships. <laughs> So, yes, we're going to be talking about the best and the worst, real or fake, ships in Avatar The Last Airbender. We won't be talking about the real ones as much because the real ones, yeah, like we'll talk about the bad real ones. We we already know what was established in the show like and we've already watched it enough that we know the build of a romantic relationship in these shows. But the more interesting things are the things that didn't happen. That could happen. Oh, yeah. Or should have happened, or maybe should never, ever, ever happen. (laughs) I am talking specifically to the people who ship Bato and Hakoda, okay? (gasps) Wrong. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to get on to the talking about the real Avatar ships first. Yes, we're going to talk about the real Avatar ships that we like, you know, that we're like, they're a good couple, they're compatible, and since Libby and I are experts at this. I guess. (laughs) I mean, I do this with my own life and, like, friends' relationships that I judge and critique and probably shouldn't, but I'll I'll do it just silently inside my head. Oh, yeah, babe, you do it with me. (laughs) or or with the other person stuck inside my head (laughs) the other person stuck in oh my new nickname um (laughs) all right let's jump right into it yeah let's jump right into it so the couples that we like we have a list of all of the avatar universe couples uh certified by tumblr (laughs) and we're gonna be going down it's quite a list it's it's got a lot of yeah a lot of stuff going on yeah it's very detailed a little messy but very detailed um i'm very proud of it (laughs) so the first one that i think we honorable mention we don't need to talk much about because it's a duh like i said if you're listening to this podcast you already know something about avatar so like duh um katang yeah katang duh (laughs) the 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 show revolves around this relationship so it's not really worth mentioning i mean yeah. it's it's a great relationship i love watching them build and grow together as yeah. as they grow into uh, pre-teens i guess <laughs> um and then you know further in the comic books and then of course getting to see little old shriveled up 
Katara in Legend of Korra is just the best. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, uh, what they were like as, like, an old... Oh, God. I would have loved to see them, like, bicker as, like, an old couple. Like, oh, yeah. I would have loved to see that. Although, I, I truly think that they were a couple that didn't bicker very much. They were on the same page with each other quite a lot. I mean, they had one fight maybe, and that's when Aang was like, um, okay, when they didn't get any sleep, and then oh, Aang was yeah. just like, okay, you oh, I'm completely calm, calm. I'm completely calm! Yeah, but they're like a 10 out of 10. They're like, yeah, they started the show in each other's arms. They ended the show in each other's arms. Although I think like, it's interesting you brought up the point uh, the other day about how they weren't necessarily supposed to end up together originally mm. when they were building the show. Yes. And this leads us to our next favorite couple, which is my my second favorite couple in the Avatar universe. Because originally, Katara, the, Michael Dante, uh, DiMartino, and Brian and Connect go, they've confirmed that they, um, Katara was originally supposed to end up with Zuko, which you can see that throughout the series. Like, there's hints of it. Like, you can tell when they plan the series that, like, they wanted uh, them people to, to be kinda, endgame. Yeah, them to be endgame, even though you kind of, like, knew with, yeah, but, like, it's, I love Zutara so much just because the way they grow together, they, the way they grow together. Together, which you don't see that much of it but like you always like have a it, it always seems like Katara had such a soft spot for Zuko until the very end and then when he like helped her in that really like we talked about last time how it's such an underrated episode like the episode where she oh, the Southern Raiders yeah the Southern Raiders and he was there helping her in whatever decision that she they would have they would have made a really good couple honestly they would have made a really good couple I think I think though it would have been the one thing I I uh will say in defense of Katang over Zutara <laughs> um okay. is that I feel like Katara just had so much anger inside of her over the death of her mother at the hands of the Fire Nation. I don't know if I would have seen a Katara as the the like queen, the the empress basically of the Fire Nation. Like oh, I don't yeah. know how that would have happened. I don't think she would have been able to take on those responsibilities mm -mm. and embrace that culture. Oh, and so yeah. I think it kind of makes sense that he ended up with May. Oh, yeah. But so I completely. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. Katang is way better than Zutara, but I still love Zutara. Oh, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it makes for angsty, good, like teen romance. Yeah. Like Zuko's the one that she dated in high school and it lasted too long. And it's like the it's like the toxic man that she dated. Like, oh, my God, my ex. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I think that, and, and myself included, the people who love Zutara the most are like the people who in their own lives and romantic history have tried to change people. <laughs> I'm a cancer the, boo. <laughs> they're like, the, I can change it. Water is the element of change. <laughs> and she's like, water can douse out that fire. I'm going to turn him good, baby. <laughs> I can heal you with my hands. <laughs> but, the, but the bad part is that it's like, it's just so good, even though it's so wrong. And like, you know, it's not going to last. But like, yeah. oh, that one episode when they're both trapped in the caves. In, yeah. Uh, what was that? Bossing Say? Yeah, she was about to heal him. 
in more ways than one. Ew. No, God, sorry. Was- um, <laughs> okay, okay. But I mean, so- the, the one thing I will say for Zutara is that even Zuko, aka Dante Bosco, supports Zutara. And most, oh, yeah. most people who have watched the show and love the show have have a few good things to say about Zutara. It's a good conflict. Yeah. But it was a it was a speed bump along the way to Katang forever. So Yeah. Uh moving on with moving our Moving on. Our relationships. Um, what else can what we is talk your, about? Yeah, what's what's your favorite couple? Like Ooh. Okay. My favorite couple in Avatar, I have to say, is probably Suki and Sokka. <laughs> oh, they are so cute because the only person that can really call Sokka out on his shit. Because UA Suki. was like, was like, okay, cute, don't get me started on UA, okay? <laughs> UA makes no sense. She is probably some of the weakest writing in the show. Oh, she yeah. just shows up out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, Sokka's like, okay, she's hot, and then she's like, I can't, Sokka. I'm engaged and you're like whoa wait what he just wanted to hang out with you like I know he was giving you looks but well Sokka doesn't respect women so like he needs a girl that's gonna kick his ass that is so true yeah UA would just like UA would 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 like not kick his ass she She would would, she would stroke his ego a bit yeah she would stroke his ego stroke his ego I mean I think she would just kind of perpetuate most of his negative qualities that yeah. and like not allow him to grow and change where i think suki pushed him to become a better person and yeah. to reevaluate his values and his beliefs um and i don't know like i just really love that she proved to him that women can be strong but in a way that wasn't in your face or like condescending about it because i know like at the very beginning of the show the very first scene is him making fun of his sister for her water bending and how many times how many sexist comments did he make after the kiyoshi warriors episode Uh, i'm trying to remember i feel like he wasn't super supportive when katara was trying to strike down oh yeah that's true that's true but he didn't make any like leave it to a girl like girls shouldn't do this like he definitely toned down his sexist attitude and then every time he saw suki i feel like he improved as a person yeah um also what a romantic rescue like (gasps) at first he just goes to find his dad on the boiling rock yeah but then he finds suki and he's like well now i really can't fucking leave oh my god (laughs) best part of one of like my top five favorite parts of the whole is when she goes to like capture the warden that little like dance that she does oh yeah when she like runs on people's heads and they don't even notice yeah they don't bat an eye and And then then she just just like like, climbs up the fucking wall to get up onto that balcony and (gasps) just take him out she fucking oh my she made it look so easy girls get shit done that's why i love suki of course they do yeah that they're one of my favorite couples too 10 out of 10 like they're a great couple they're wonderful i hope they ended up together i don't know but that's the thing that i get really mad about when it comes to what we don't know in legend of korra is just the the lack of knowledge into Sokka's story because i feel like you know we get toff we get to meet toff as an elderly woman we we know her kids um we know that Sokka was the chief of the Southern Water Tribe, but that's about it. Um, okay, I so mean, the only the only real clip we get 
of Sokka as an adult is that one monologue when he's talking about Yukon and why yeah. he should go to jail. Yeah. And yeah. that's really just it. That's it. And he talked about his boomerang. You get to, why did they do that? I know they wanted to, to focus on, on the other characters, but I want to find out what happens. And they're probably going to explain it in the comics. I, I mean, hope so. I really hope so. They're probably going to explain it in the Avatar side of the comics where they go after the war. Yeah, so. I want to know why Sokka doesn't have any children. Yes. Because that's heartbreaking to me because I feel like he would have made such a good dad. Yes. He would, uh, oh my God, he would, uh, because I also want to see, because most of his story really revolved around his dad and him. So I really want to see his relationship with his child. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Hakoda's relationship with his grandchildren. Yeah. Hakoda. Oh, Hakoda. Mm. Um, Zeddy. <laughs> Zeddy. So on to our next favorite couple. Oh, well, well, yeah. What's your favorite couple Ooh. from... Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> well, my favorite, uh, Katang from, is probably my favorite couple from Avatar The Last Airbender. Right, but duh. Uh, Zutara used to be, but um, then as I got older and started liking toxic men less. <laughs> um, fair. Then fair. it became, uh, then it became uh, Katang. But my favorite couple pairing is probably, I don't think they would be good together, but I love Tizula. <laughs> compatibility wise they're not good together but also i do think ty lee in some way she kind of like feeds into azula's ego a little bit like and azula uses her to kind of feel good about herself so it would not be a good relationship i just like that pairing you know what i mean like i just like the pairing yeah like i don't know They'd yeah be i mean like couple. realistically they would be a horrible couple because i feel like Azula feels so insecure around Ty Lee, especially with yeah. her like ability to attract a lot of men, which again also feeds into why they would not be a good couple since they are clearly both straight. But I digress. I Okay. When it comes to Ty Zula, yeah. my issue with creating gay relationships where there weren't any is that I feel like we as queer people tend to do that a lot in shows where it's mostly straight because we're like looking for because a, we want uh, people to look up to yeah or, or a relationship to, yeah. we want a relationship to like idolize yeah. or you know kind of write fanfic about and stuff but some of it's just wrong especially with a <laughs> children's show i think yeah. i don't know why but i mean if you get to that creepy part of fanfic.net where <laughs> i really don't know if they're gay or not because it wasn't a because in the fire well, Nation, they could be bi i guess yeah or we don't know if they're queer or not because you learn in the legend of Korra comics that the fire Na i mean this is already pretty obvious but the fire nation was very homophobic place like it was just very traditional they wanted like pure blood so uh, like they they could be we just don't know Okay, I'll take that. I think <laughs> if anyone in the Fire Nation were to be a queer character, it would be Azula, I guess, because we never see her really liking men beyond that one day at the beach. Oh, yeah, her freak out, that was me in the closet. Like, <laughs> her, like, freaking out, chopping off her hair. I did that, yeah. <laughs> All she needed to do was dye it blue, and here we go. That's a queer in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, but I think... There is something about 
another fantasy gay couple in Avatar The Last Airbender that just feels so wrong to me, and it's Zuka. Uh, it's just... Mm, they're good bros. Like, they're great friends. Yeah. But it's just not, like... Like, who could ever forget that's rough, buddy? <laughs> My first girlfriend turned into the moon. That's rough, buddy. So, like, I've read... I For this episode, I did some digging into Tumblr Ooh. to look at some Zuka fanfiction, and it is disturbing. <laughs> it seems sweet at first, because you're just like, oh, I guess... If Sokka could be a soft, sweet gay boy, that would be pretty adorable. Twink. But I just can't ever see them together. Here's and also because they're children in the show, I don't yeah. know, that's where, especially because they tend to go down a very sexual route in well, these fan fictions, and I'm see. like, they are 14. To make this a little less creepy, since there are children in the show, we're going to be talking about these Avatar couples as if they're over 18, like Yakone era, where they're searching for Yakone, like they're young parents, they're probably in their 30s. Like, we're yeah. going to talk about them around that age, just to make it less creepy. Not because, yeah, it's hard to talk about these couples, uh, uh, as when when they're, they're 14 and 16. Yeah, let's and when people pair Toph and Zuko together, I'm like, no. Although I do love Toph and Zuko moments. as like a couple, like yeah, as like an older couple. Yes, amazing. Like that's that's mwah. like that's a perfect couple right there. Like they, she's hard on him. He won't be as whiny. Like he can also help her deal with her crap. They both have daddy issues. Like they're just perfect. I appreciate uh, Toph and Zuko because I think of Toph as essentially a less, um, I don't know, pessimistic version of May. Yes, because the problem with May is that I feel like May May's wonderful. It's just that Zuko's too whiny. He has some work to do on himself before like in Avatar the Last Airbender, he's not ready for a relationship. He has some work to do on himself, some soul right. searching. He's not ready for a serious relationship. Um <laughs> He's also where do you have the time? You're the Fire Lord. Um, so I think that he like later on, Zuko will be a much better partner. I think because he'll also be past this like internal turmoil or whatever. And I think Toph will also learn how to like kind of rely on another person. And so I think when they grow up, they'll be a much better pairing. Um, but I do think that they would be like the best, the best couple. Maybe she's a Zoomies. No, that wouldn't make sense because she only had two. No, that doesn't make sense. Um, or maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, that doesn't make sense either. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> they're both alive in Legend of Korra. You have to remember that. So I think we would have found out if it, I wanted them if that to was... see each other so bad. I wanted the three of them to see each other so bad. Missed opportunity. I wish I could have just seen Toph like just punch one of them. You know, like yeah. just as a little old hermit lady. Um, yeah. But one thing I will say, um, an underrated couple that What's, deserves a little bit of a mention yes it's a short mention just because there wasn't a lot there to go off of but Jin and Zuko were just so she was cute. so cute she was I feel like she's another example if Zuko worked on himself more than 
if Zuko like went to therapy Zuko you have homework to do <laughs> Zuko you got some work to do um if Zuko like went to therapy and like just really worked on himself then I think that him and Jen would make an amazing couple they really really would because she's so sweet she's so so sweet and deserved better who says to a girl on a first date um you have quite an appetite for a girl um thanks <laughs> well see he just doesn't know how to be with people who don't hate him i don't know <laughs> um, who don't kind of hate him a little bit uh um, but continuing down can we talk about jatara because jet was just no worst couple the worst the worst couple they are they're the they are like the worst like yeah, they they're probably like my least favorite. Honestly. Well, I mean, yeah, because it was built one hundred percent on just physical attraction, and oh, then yeah. she was like, "Oh, never mind. You're crazy. You want to murder a bunch of innocent people." He used her. He literally used her. And so, like, <laughs> how many times we're we gonna say use? Like, was that not was that not a uh, 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 allegory or a metaphor for like men who just like uh, using someone else like for a specific? It's just it's it's uh, it's so manipulative and wrong. And let yeah, let's get off of Jet and Katara. Well, you know that's... what's funny is that I while I was doing some uh, investigating on Tumblr, yes. which by the way I haven't had a Tumblr account since like. 2014 so it's been a while so i saw some fix shipping jet and zuko together and that was weird uh. it was a time um they were basically going off of that one episode in which jet and zuko were like we should liberate some food from this captain. And then, like, and then he was like, I want you to be my, be one of my freedom fighters. And, but then he found out he was a firebender and hated him. So, like, using him, using him for something. Like, Jet's a user. He uses people. He's also dead. So, yeah, I, he's dead. Yeah, he died. He did that good thing at the end and then he died. But, like, although he used it was unclear. As as it was pointed out in the Ember Island players, that it was... Uh, did, did Jet just die? Did Jet I don't know. It's really un- Who the fuck says that? So last, I think, from bad the- couple to yeah. mention is, like I said, my bone to pick with Bakoda. It's just... Okay. Some people can love that, and that's fine, because I do think having two gay dads in yeah. this world would be super fun. But... They're like brothers. They grew up together. There is no love like that there. No, no. Well, it's just, I hate it when people ship just two really attractive people together just because, like, just because they're attractive. I feel like it's a type of fetish, fetishization of queer people. And I'm like, that. don't you agree? Like, it's like they're just shipping them because they're hot. Yeah, well, that's also like how there's unrealistic standards in the gay community of like oh i only want a man with a six pack and like he has to be like an underwear model and so if there's two hot people that we're gonna make them gay and ship them in my head because that's what's attractive to me yeah i'm literally (laughs) like no what like what if what if the cabbage merchant is gay 
<laughs> Hot take. The cabbage merchant is gay. The cabbage merchant is totally gay. No, or- no, no, no. Hottest take. You know who should be a couple? Who? The cabbage merchant and the fortune teller. <gasps> Number one. Oh, she was into Iroh, though. She was really into Iroh, remember? Oh, right. She was like, hey, you want your fortune read? Handsome. And then he was just like, said something wise and then she was just like "Ooh, he rejected me i'm into that yeah i guess some yeah uh but i wrote number one probably number one in our relationship Mm. probably number one so now we're moving on to legend of korra yeah let's move on to legend of korra so obviously are we gonna start with korasami are we just gonna the number one couple in the entire avatar universe and i know what some people are gonna say they're just like oh they didn't spend any time on them well they spend more time on them in the comics they're really fucking cute and they weren't really allowed to spend any time on them is the real thing yeah they weren't they really really weren't allowed to i honestly think nickelodeon just blocked a lot of stuff honestly yeah i i really think that they kind of well i mean they did because they had to because they're a kid's show i mean they got in trouble for how many deaths they showed on the screen in cora and they got in trouble for wanting to go into the gay territory because it was also a Mm -hmm. time in the world when uh, execs were still super uncomfortable with talking about that especially in children's programming so it's like i get where it's coming from i also find it completely valid to be angry about it but Uh, yeah and then they put and then they put a gay couple on legend of Korra, and everybody loved it so execs what not everybody though here's the thing not everybody <laughs> yeah yeah well like yeah yeah i mean all the weebs loved it all the gay weebs were just like <gasps> i am validated yeah and including me uh, that's why i love Korasami so much um what what's your number one reason why you love Korasami? uh just because they're so they're just both like i just feel like Knowing Korra and Asami separately as people, you see why they are so great together. Asami is, first of all, just as badass as Korra. I agree. Um, Because, duh. And she's not even a bender. And she's not even a bender. And also, she's a very, they're both very independent, self-sufficient people, so they'll never have to, like, heavily, they can kind of just enjoy each other's presence without having to like need much from the other person. Mm -hmm. And they also both did some heavy work. They also both prioritized themselves. They did some heavy work on themselves. Cora literally went on a went on a self journey for three years. Yeah, I mean how that that PTSD that changed her, you know, like and the first person she wrote to was Asami. And she was really, I was, they were, they really prioritized themselves. And Asami built an empire. And they also do really well under conflict, honestly. Korra Mm -hmm. didn't do so well at the beginning, but later on, as she grew up, like, they both do very well under conflict. So I imagine any conflict that comes up in their relationship, they'll be able to deal with it very well instead of acting impulsively. Mm -hmm. So I just think that they're a really great couple. What do you love about Korra Asami? I think I I just really love that it's a pretty uncommon yet realistic way that they find each other. That like mm. they both dated the same boy, <laughs> realized he ain't shit, <laughs> and then we're like, well, I kind of really like you, and then realizing through 
through first being uh having a mutual ex and then becoming friends and then becoming something more and i can't tell you how many times i have like met someone like that in a weird way and then realized i liked them you know Mm -hmm. like oh you're my friend's ex Mm -hmm. and then you know flirting and hanging out um so i think it's kind of a very fun inventive way for their love story to grow which how many no like successful couples do you know that happened that way like that happened in that same i i feel like i've read so much on like buzzfeed or something about uh on like or on reddit like about being like oh yes. oh i dated my ex's ex or something like that like how many times have you read something like that so people saying that it's like unrealistic that they would pair together is stupid um well it's this i think it's just because they're comparing it to katang and they're like well katara and ang were destined from the beginning and like it was just meant to be and blah, blah, blah. No. it's like yeah sure for them that worked but that's more of a predictable love story yeah and also they were way too young to be deciding who they should be with for the rest of their lives and frankly i find it super unrealistic that somebody that they met while they were like 13 would be their husband or wife for the rest of their lives don't put that kind of pressure on them they're 12 (laughs) like they're 13 14 like don't put that kind of pressure on them I mean, I know it's like uh, technically like the 1800s if we're talking time periods, but yeah. um, it's, I mean, I don't know. Um, okay, so more couples that we like. I really like uh, Pema and Tenzin. I think obviously Aww. they're married with four children. Great. Um, they, Pema is just. Uh, like you can tell when they talk with each other when they have conversations they just they really work well together as a unit they Mm -hmm. never fight they also um they also when Tenzin's being an asshole Pema will call him out on it and Pema will also call him out on like his faults and where he's going wrong Mm -hmm. Uh, she'll do it in a way that's very honest and just like Hey, sweetie, I know you can do better. Like, you're just try looking at it this way. Try looking at it that way. Yeah, try she's such an airbender in that way, too. <sighs> she's so, even, even though, though she she's a non-bender. Earth Kingdom, she's yeah. she's an air nomad. Like, yeah. And they're just a great couple. They're a really great couple. She's just great. I remember when Rohan was born, like, that's one of my favorite moments between them is, like, when he's, like, so rushing and trying to get there to be there when he's born and just that sweet little moment when they both like get on the bed and they're holding Rohan together just so so sweet they're just uh I love her I love the way she talks to Katara too they're total they're total girlfriends like they love each other like I love it um also I just love them so much they're children but Kai and Janora Aww. they're so cute like not much to say about that they're just real cute like yeah but see it's like with them i felt that their relationship was what i had kind of hoped katara and ang would have been more like just more innocent yeah. and like appropriate for their age yeah because them making out at the very end okay <laughs> it went on for too long oh 
too long, and I know it's a cartoon. You can't really tell like what they're doing, what like what that kiss was. <laughs> was but, their tongue? Yeah, was, <laughs> was their tongue? <laughs> um, he is twelve. Like, <laughs> did you kiss anyone when you were twelve? Uh, yeah, but I went to a not very good public school and uh, okay, <laughs> hung well, out with the wrong kind of kids. <laughs> I played D&D, so I did not kiss anyone for a very long time. Um, but Kai and Janora, yeah, they're... Uh, yeah, Kai and Janora, 10 out of 10. They're just so sweet and, and innocent. But... I completely agree. I love what you said about uh, how you wish that uh, Katara and Aang could have been that way. Yeah, that would have been a lot cuter if they were a little more innocent about it without having their feelings fully realized right away. You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. were just like from the beginning, yeah, we're destined to be together. Like, well, actually, Katara didn't know for a while. No, nah, actually, scratch but that. But it's like, kind they of kinda, weird like, that, like, Aang knew from the beginning. And he yeah. was just like, yes, I will make this he happen. He was like, I love her. And I'm like, how do you how do you know what love is? It, <laughs> it felt fully like um, Ariel and the Little Mermaid being like, Daddy, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I I love her. And, yeah, I, mm, I don't know. But uh, I will say that... I got to respect Aang's grind and like perseverance because Mm -hmm. he made that shit happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He made that shit happen. They would have never been together if he didn't like force himself into her mind every chance he could get. Like, oh, Uh, secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. (laughs) Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, okay, I'm getting okay. a stink eye from my um, girlfriend. Um, okay, so, so I, one th- one couple that didn't make any sense, but I was so happy with at the very end. Yes. Varric and Julie. <laughs> Varric and Julie! Like, I, I don't think that they were a good couple at first. I oh, do think, no, not at all. Now that she stood up to him, like, she stood up to him and was just like, I am your equal. I think now they're a good couple. Like, yeah. now they're, because, like... But also, like, no, I just feel like there's, there, there are rules broken about a, a, a superior dating his... Oh, yeah, that's really, that's really strange. secretary and, and then marrying her? I mean, it, it happens. Yeah, Julie and Varric, they're an amazing couple. Love them. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, they have their faults, though. Yeah, they, they have their faults. Okay, like, Varric... They also <laughs> were, like, kind of evil for a little bit, so I have a hard time rooting for them. Yeah, they kind of... Like, wait, are they? Ju- are we judging their relationship, their working relationship as well, or are yes, we judging just their because romantic that, relationship? That's how they this romantic relationship came about, and it's yeah, just like he a kind weird of power just, dynamic there. He just fully like it's it's what we joke about in every episode is our intro is Julie do the thing yeah that's and it's kind of a that's kind of a you don't want a you don't want a guy who's your superior and also like your boyfriend telling you do the thing all the time and you just know Question. what the thing is I know that this is an obvious dirty place to go but does he say that in bed <laughs> Julie <laughs> do the thing <laughs> obviously she just she does everything <laughs> she does all the work in this relationship both sexually and literally um, obviously she does everything <laughs> uh, 
So we're gonna give them like a mm, like a five. I love that you're rating one couple. You've <laughs> not rated a single couple I, in this episode, but you're like, I'll give them a five out of living. ten. Consistency is hard for me. Um, listen to any of my other podcasts. Okay. Um, okay. Here are two that I think we should talk about that actually did happen, and then we'll talk about the weird fake ones. But uh, Mako and Cora and Mako and Asami. Mako and Cora and Mako and As- Mako's just a shithead. Like, like I don't, on, I, just don't I love like Mako. Mako. Like he's just he's just not a good. I feel like he was a better boyfriend to Cora than he was to Asami. Well, for sure, because the entire time that he was dating Asami, he really was in love with Cora. He was thinking about Cora, and uh, remember when Cora was like, "I really like you, and I think we were meant for each other." <laughs> and he was just like it, it was just very abrupt but Cora is a very I that's mean, she, when I knew Cora was destined to be a little gaby because <laughs> she that, just said her feelings outright yeah she just communicated what she was feeling instead of you and know, you can't do that to straight guys are you kidding me <laughs> no yeah they run away yeah they run away and no it is yeah, I mean, like, they ended up being together. But also, yeah, I feel like he he's a good bad boy. He's a good... I just feel like his moodiness doesn't play well with her moodiness. You That's know what true. I mean? They both have some, like, emotional instability that yeah. probably brings out the worst in one another. But I, one thing I will say is that, like... He tried so hard to be a good boyfriend, and that's what I'll give him effort for. Like, I'll give him points for that. Yeah. He, like, he, but he kept just kept jumping back and forth. I guess what I really didn't like about him was he kept jumping back and forth, like, as soon as he broke up with Korra. Like, he was, he was like, oh, hey, look, it's Asami. Yeah. Yeah. He, th- I will say it was super annoying, but I, I kind of don't blame Mako for that. I blame the writing. But, yeah. um, uh, that it's like, oh, woe is me. I'm a very attractive boy and I can't decide between these two sexy ass <laughs> ladies who both like me. One real couple we need to talk about. The last one before we get into like the fake ones. My favorite, besides Korosami, Bolin and Eska. <laughs> Whoa, that was not where I thought this was going. I thought we were talking about Bolin and Opal, but... Uh, Bolin and Opal, okay, boring. Okay, I'm sorry. Love Opal, but... Okay, they're they're cute. Whatever. Um, <laughs> no layers. Yeah, whatever. It's just, just the, cute. Yeah, there's not really much to that relationship, so there's not really much to talk about. Um, oh, she should have dumped him when he like fucking helped Kuvira kidnap her family. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, that's just super fair. That's a dick move. Um, but Bolin and Eska. but he was just but he, okay to give to give it to Bolin. He's too dumb to know what's going on. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> also, can we talk about all the incest jokes in season four of about Legend of Korra? Eska Cora? and Desna. Eska and Desna, all the incest jokes suddenly because they were now on Nick.com and they could put those in there. When they were just like, this is just my favorite, my favorite part, I think, of the whole series. When the guy comes up to, they're at the hotel and the guy comes up to him and he's just like, um, hey, uh, I, your highnesses, uh, highnesses, I'm sorry. I think that they put you in one room with only one bed and then she's just like it's no mistake Desna sleeps in the tub <laughs> you do a good Eska thanks I'm really obsessed with Aubrey Plaza <laughs> so <laughs> Eska um, sleeps in the tub 
<laughs> yeah. No, I Asuka is just a whole new level of crazy that I wasn't really prepared for when I started watching Korra. I she knows what she wants. She knows what she wants and she's also not hiding anything. I think that that's a really good quality for I don't know who could date her. To, but... Remind me to never date you, Babs, okay? <laughs> oh, the things that Jack has heard. I feel um, so bad for Jack. When are you making him his betrothal necklace? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're getting married at sunset. Remember when she was waterbending on the and just like mascara running? I was like, oh, that's so relatable. <laughs> Let's like, I've definitely felt that before. <laughs> but Bowen and Aska were like quite the best comic relief for that season because I had like quite a few problems with season two. Like it had a great resolution, but like, Parts of it were just like, what the fuck is happening? And why is this happening? And why isn't anyone else realizing how bad Unalak clearly is? But that's a that's a discussion for another episode. I wanted it to last longer. Like, why wasn't that Bolin's arc the whole season? Why did they have to do the movie thing? Like, it was the movie thing would have been great for like a little bit, but it lasted way too fucking long. Yeah. Like, I think that they should have uh I loved Bolin and Aska, which that season started out really strong. Like yeah. it started really, really strong. But I I just, I loved Bolin and Aska so much. I think my favorite part was at the very end. This is when I like finally uh, appreciated Aska was when like she decided to finally stop like fighting um, against them and listened to Bolin and him like talk talking to her like it's the end of the world we should be together and (laughs) and her like basically deciding to let them go that was just a super beautiful moment Mm. and then like she called him her turtle duck (laughs) my turtle duck wait didn't she say something about the the pump the organ pumping blood my organ that pumps blood. I'll yeah. always hold you in my organ that pumps blood. Something like that. Oh, but great couple. We love them. Okay, let's go to some of the weird, weird-ass couples. Okay. Uh, it's on the next page. Okay. Um, let's start with the weirdest of all of the ones on this list, and that's Wuko. Woo and Mako. Uh, I, mm, it's kind of like, you know what I imagine this as? It's kind of like, I. Uh, in a movie when the popular kid their parent it like tells them to go to the dance with like the uncool kid and with like the uncool kid like who uh like you know this happened to me but i was the uncool kid <laughs> i was well i don't ed. think i would have thought you were the cool kid in this scenario but please continue mm-hmm. what were you mm-hmm. talking about when no. the yeah like it's it like that's what it kind of remind would, would that's what their couple would kind of remind me of it's just like mako it looks so like uh why am i stuck am with I this stuck with this person and woo the whole time is just woo is just such a great character i wish we could have seen more of him I mean, okay, he's such a great character for comedic relief, but he's truly one of the most infuriating human beings. Um, he has some growth. Yeah, some he does. He decides, oh, okay, maybe I can be a human who functions without the help of everyone else. Yeah, maybe I'm not fit to lead. <laughs> yeah, that was that was his, his best his best 
realization in the oh, show. Yeah. Also, his song, Badger Moles, Dig in Holes, Out of Public City. <laughs> Gotta get away from Kavira today, but though I do still think she's pretty. Okay, <laughs> next one. <laughs> Woo and Mako, 20 out of 10. <laughs> We're not rating them. Okay. This is not part of the game. They're all 10 out of 10. Because <laughs> everyone's hot. That's what it is. Everyone's hot. Um, um, Mako and General Iroh the second. What a babe. That's, yeah. That was my pairing. I didn't find that online. That was my personal pairing. And I love that pairing. Isn't it great? Like, why? No one paired those two together. Although I will say... They look a lot alike. <laughs> yeah. But I will but I will also say that a lot of gay men I know look almost related to the person they're dating. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like uh, an attraction thing of like looking for someone who you find you see a little bit of yourself in, but so them ten out of ten. They're they like they their energy would mesh well. He's a general, so he'd call him out on his shit. He's a cop. Like it's just they're both firebenders. They're both firebenders. They're both passionate and sparky, and they're both zaddies. They're both zaddies. They're both uh, very dedicated and loyal people. And they both have pretty hot voices yeah. too. I will say, like, I. I mean, Dante Bosco's voice, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how I imagine older Zuko to look like, General Iroh. Super fair. His General Iroh is a little older. He's, like, in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah. The appropriate age for uh, fantasizing about a character. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriate nice. age for, yeah, I feel like I can fantasize more about people in Legend of Korra. I can only fantasize about, like, older, like, because I fantasized about Zuko when I was a kid. Right. Like, sure. yeah. Sexual awakening right there. Yeah, sexual Zuko, awakening. Zuko, baby. Yeah, but we gotta remember, these characters grow up, too. So these characters are old. Like, if, if the Avatar characters were, like, grew up with us, Aang would be, like, yeah, Aang would be, like, my age. He'd be, like, 25. So, uh, my favorite couple on this list is my all-time favorite couple. We just have one more, and I think it's the best one of course, Korosami is number one, but like, <laughs> Corvira. Corvira. Cora and Kuvira. What is your response to Corvira? <laughs> Corvira is just wrong. <laughs> and I'll tell I you why like it's wrong. It. I think it'd be hot as hell, but it'd be hate fucking. That's what it would be. Yeah. It's not a relationship. Yeah, I think that's like, that's like, um, that's kind of like Zutara a little bit. That's kind of like, um, if, if, cause, cause Ka- Kavira, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain she's gay. I'm pretty certain. Um, I mean, yeah, she's got major lesbian energy. Oh, like, like big, big dyke energy. energy. Big dyke energy. Huge. Um, but like, make that I, a hashtag. <laughs> Like, kind of in the situation, you date someone who's a little toxic. Like, you know what I mean? For yeah, that's a while, fair. And, and, then, and I feel like Cora would do that. Yeah, she would date someone who was, like, who's got, who's literally just as tough as she is. Like, I feel like she can only date someone who's just as tough as she is. Because she needs to date someone who will take what she dis- dishes out. Right. You know what I mean? And put up with her bullshit. Yeah, and pull, put up with all of her bullshit. 
And um, I feel like Kavira could do that. And Kavira's got to get this but like Kav- giant stick out of her ass. Well, Kavira needs to stop being a Nazi. Yeah, and, she and needs maybe. To. Yeah, the Nazi thing kind of gets in the way. So that's the toxic part. You see, like that's the that's why. <laughs> but she's that's toxic, toxic beyond Zuko being like toxic with his feelings of self hatred. That's like <laughs> I'm going to take over an entire continent. Oh, and there's nothing you can do about it. I would actually like, okay, I think a better couple is if if um Kavira pulled like a like a Sarah Paulson type thing and dated uh Lynn Beifong. Oh. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a great couple. Okay, now we're spinning up some fix right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That that they're great because they are just as in because I feel like Cora is not as intense as mm-hmm. like she has a sense of humor. Kira right. doesn't. Yeah, and Lynn does, but it's very uh, dry. It's very dry, and I feel like Lynn can only. Yeah, she. Yeah, I feel like they're the perfect couple because Lynn also has. Big lesbian energy. <laughs> Big dyke energy. Big dyke energy. Okay. And oh, there's actually one more couple on this list, and I feel like it's just the worst combination. The, one, one that would never work. One that would never work. Because this guy is just very dumb. I don't yeah, he's very dumb and also very <laughs> lovable toxic but man. dumb. Lovable but dumb. Also a toxic man. Because he was very Mm-mm, mm-mm. With the with the girl, uh, when he was trying to kiss his scene partner and she didn't want to kiss him. So, so we're, we're talking, talking about Bolin. Yeah, if we're you talking about guess. Bolin. Bolin and Asami. Oh, Bosami. Bosami. Yeah, well, no, okay. Mm-mm. Ginger and Bolin. That was just really bad. Yeah. He needs to just leave. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's also just so stupid he didn't understand that like acting means that you're playing pretend. So she's like, you do understand that Ginger the person doesn't like you, right? Well, this is also, yeah, this is also the first movie ever made in the Avatar universe. That's super fair. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that's the first movie ever made, so he doesn't know what acting is. But yeah, like, I don't know. Bolin's kind of like that, like, he's uh, a douche bro he's, creepy. he's a yeah. very sweet douche bro but he's a douche bro yeah he's just like he's kind of like that that quirky guy that you meet that you're just like wow you're so like you know what I mean? you're that so you're just, something like that quirky guy that you meet in uh acting school who's just like <laughs> now this is getting and personal <laughs> and then they kind of just no it's the person it's the person to put it very bluntly it's the person that you would love to be friends with but you don't want to date them oh yes but But now i feel like are we thinking about a a a specific person or like i feel like there's a psychic energy happening here where it is we're thinking of the same person but it's okay because we can't get down this rabbit hole right now yeah we can't we can't okay so um yeah i feel like we're we're good we talked a lot i don't think we could possibly talk about animated people falling in love and having sex anymore um without hurting my brain so (laughs) let's (laughs) so let's get it going uh in conclusion what did you learn bethany what did what did you learn i learned that i've done that i'm less attracted to the toxic people okay good i've learned that just because someone's a firebender doesn't mean they're and they're hot. 
pun. That's um, me. <laughs> you yeah. mean me, right? Yeah, that doesn't mean that they're dating material. Oh. They could be. Uh, yeah, I've just learned that, like, uh, everything is not what it seems. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but that also, so many characters in this world could work together. Yes. I think. Yes, work together really well. A lot of missed opportunities, honestly. Um, but that's what fan fiction is for. Yeah. <laughs> what did you learn, Libby? Um, I learned that, uh, sometimes creating gay couples where there weren't any is just an outlet for uh frustration at the lack of <laughs> gay representation in yeah. the media um yeah. i learned that apparently a lot of people want hakoda to be a gay zaddy um hell yeah and um i learned that there's a reason why Mako didn't end up with either Korra or Asami. And that was because they were meant to be together. Yeah. Oh, the best love story. The best love story. Okay, well, we learned a lot. Much much like Aang trying to talk to women, you're running, running out of words. <laughs> running out of words to say... Okay, so since we have clearly um, alienated the entirety of the Avatar fandom just now by trashing on, like, all of their favorite ships... We're not sorry. <laughs> we thought we would be, but we're, we're kind of not. All, all, in, all in fun. All in good fun. We don't want to alienate y'all. So... <laughs> Except... Uh, we're going to alienate y'all even more with this uh, next game featuring, uh, do you want to give an introduction, Lib? So for our game to round out the episode, we are going to bring in my girlfriend, Melissa. Hey guys. Who <laughs> is a first time Avatar watcher. She had a lot of opinions while we were watching it. I did. So we are going to play a BuzzFeed quiz uh, written by Shelby Heinrich from the BuzzFeed staff. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks, Shelby. Ooh, Shelby has like a LinkedIn photo right there. Shelby. Damn, girl. She did the dang thing. Mm -hmm. She did the damn thing. She definitely knows what she's doing. So we're playing her quiz called Date or Dump These Avatar Characters and we'll reveal which qualities you're attracted to. And again, we were 12 when this show came out. We are uh, saying date or dump as if they are the same age as us because they are. <laughs> yeah, no no dating a 12-year-old bald boy. No. Yes. I hope not. <laughs> not. Not when I'm 10 years older than him. Anyway, okay. So we're all going to play on our own devices and, you know, use our own opinions and then we'll see what results we get. Yeet. All right, I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Definitely. I'm very ready. All right. Yes. Okay, so our first option is Aang, date oh, or dump. Oh, they have a cute little picture of him, you That's know, flying and yeah. enjoying his life. That's how you know a date with him will be. It'll just be fun. 100%. I totally would date. Good boy. For sure. Not good, good boy. A question. So next we have Katara. Oh, those eyes. I feel like she's just so kind and she always has really great advice to give. So I feel like mm -hmm. she would just be a great person to have around. 
I so. completely agree. Oh, Date yeah. that girl. And also, if you get hurt, she can heal you. Yeah. That's That sounds very handy. I'm always hurting myself. I wonder if she can cure my sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have Prince Zuko season one. Mm. Look at that ponytail. I appreciate that there was that disclaimer that it was season one because that's when he's trouble. Yeah, because he's a completely different person. He goes on a, the biggest journey of all of them when uh, it I comes like to like feel. changing yeah because he literally was like for the bad guys and ended up being a good guy at the end whereas everyone kind of started as a good guy so i just feel like i know what our texts would look like like i would uh he i would be like hey babe you want to like go and grab some food and then he'd just be like i need to capture the avatar you want i want food i think well, yeah I think even though at season one, he would be more like that toxic, shitty boy that you dated in high school who, you know, would just read your texts and just left them on read. That's exactly oh. what I was about to say. <laughs> My first thought was that it would be the kind of situation where you're like tending the messages all the time and doing that whole double text nonsense. And they're just kind of like, cool, sure. LOL. Yeah. I'm busy, out with friends, trying to capture the avatar. Um, okay, Sokka. I would totally date him. He's so cute. Yes, I most definitely would date Sokka. He was kind of part of my sexual awakening. It's okay. Honestly, I'm a little on the fence. What's I'm your a, hesitation? He's a bit of a narcissist, to be quite honest. Like, he is. Yeah, and yeah, which soccer are we talking about? Um, he talks about himself all the time. I can't handle that. So I would probably be, I'm going like halfway down dump because I would date him, but only if he just works on himself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I just really want to quickly interject and say that I didn't realize this was like on a sliding scale. That we could say a percentage of like yes or no. I thought it was just one way or the other. Oh. So. Do you need to revise some of your answers? No, I just <laughs> didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize this quiz was so technically complex. This, yeah, this is a fair uh, note to the audience. It is on a sliding scale between date and dump. So it's like how hardcore would you dump them? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it it would be fun for a few weeks and then he would just get on my nerves. I mean, this, it's date or dump, not mm -hmm. marry or uh, divorce. I don't know. <laughs> No Super fair. You, no one says you have to date them forever. Yeah, it could yeah. be. I think Sokka's a good summer fling. Yeah. Good summer fling. Yeah. Okay. That's Next so is Jet, which mm. hardcore dump for me. Yeah. yeah. He was an asshole. Nah. He, nah. he like redeemed himself at the end by like basically sacrificing himself for the gang, but... But not enough, in my opinion. He also just straight up used Katara, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Also, the piece of hay, it just looks stupid. It does look stupid. It looks like it's like, why is he chewing cud? Okay. Suki. Suki is next. <sighs> Suki is probably one of the most underrated characters. I feel like she's a half date. I feel like I just don't know her well. I just feel like I don't know her well enough to. That's fair. To That's be fair. like hardcore would date you, but also I feel like I might go on a few dates, see if there's any chemistry. Yeah, because mm. I definitely think she's bi curious. <laughs> oh duh. Okay. Oh my God, it's Haru. Mmm. I don't 
no. Because Haru's a little too serious for me, it seems. I like, think Melissa needs a reminder of who Haru is. She's only... <laughs> you see the confusion on my face. She has only seen this show once, guys. She is sorry. a baby to the, the universe. It's okay. Uh, Haru is the earthbender whose dad is taken by the firebenders for earthbending and then uh he gets caught earthbending too and then he goes on that prison ship right yeah and he was the one who had that cute little romantic moment with katara oh yeah he's a sweet boy yeah and remember toff at the end was just like um i knew it you did have a thing with haru right (laughs) can i be neutral on any of these yeah. yeah, you know, you could probably I'm slide neutral. it like a little bit closer to date or dump, but just like not very far at all. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Cause I just, again, I don't know him very well. Yeah, cause he's like, he's a cutie, but it, I'm just kind of like a little personality wise, a little too serious. I mean, I get it. His dad was capturing whatever, but like, and that was, well, we also, he that's, was capturing whatever. But. That's all we got to see of him. So yeah. who knows what he would be right. like. We saw a little bit of growth at the very end when he shows back up with like the people from the air temple and Pip squeak in the duke when all those people showed up but like it was a brief moment yeah Mm. okay next we have princess azula honestly i feel like she'd be a fun person to date if i'm being really honest if you're on her good side like i feel like she'd be a fun person to date for like a few weeks even though she's like kind of then you realize she's a sociopath and like (laughs) yeah i she's so pretty that's the thing but she's cray cray so i'm gonna slide it towards dump maybe not all the way yeah I feel, i'm feeling kind of a half but i'm dump. also kind of scared to dump her i kind of feel like if i start dating her i would never be able to break up with her because she would just kill me it's exactly like Bolin and eska like yeah. you can't you can't yeah. break up with her yeah no uh i'm actually saying halfway to date so i'm just like bring it on uh, i'm like she excites me bethany can handle the crazy it's okay yeah. um okay next we have Toph, which Toph is like a badass bitch i would fully date her oh i would 100 percent date Toph. she's like a super fun dyke i think that <laughs> she would like take me on some really cool dates. I think she'd make me some cool things out of like metal or meteorites or something. Oh yeah, she would keep you super in check. She would keep it real, like 100%. Okay. Oh, <sighs> and next we have my favorite zaddy, Chief date. Hakoda. Date, 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 But this is also reflecting on the fact that I dated a 45-year-old, so I am not a reliable person to answer this question. Only 45? I got daddy issues. I've never consistently dated someone over 40. You win with the consistency. I'm a halfway to date just because I'm not into, like, older men, but so... And that's where we diverge as a couple. <laughs> okay, next one. May. Dump, 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 dump. I, I think she'd be a really fun friend, but I would not date her. Yeah, I didn't really love her and Zuko just because I felt like they weren't great for each other. Yeah. They brought out the worst mm-hmm. in each other and recognized that they weren't always super supportive but I didn't, but then stayed with it yeah i'm like I don't stay with somebody just for the sake of being with somebody yeah and it seems yeah. like they might have had a kid together since azumi looks exactly like may she does 
is. I I just think that it's not. People think who is Azumi? There's a lot of conspiracy. Things. I was just asking for clarification on who Azumi was. <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. The Fire Lord from Legend of Korra. I don't know if you've met her yet. In yeah, she hasn't. She oh, just okay. met old Zuko, so I that's where we're at right now. Maybe, but haven't met her because she comes mm. in like a little bit later. Yeah, a little bit later. Okay. Ooh, uh-huh. Uncle Iro. Date. Okay. Well, now, see, here's the thing. I don't want to date him. I just want him to adopt me as his grandchild because I want him to be my grandfather. Yeah. Imagine if you were his age. Oh. Would you date him? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would definitely date him if I was his age. I I would 100% be like the fortune teller. I would... What's her name? Aunt Wu. I would be 100% like Aunt Wu, date that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Princess. Mm. Oh, Princess um, Yue. She's I, mm-hmm. nice and whatever. She's gorgeous, but she's so useless. And like, yeah, she became the moon and everything and like Which brought back this... balance, but. <laughs> is it like Yue or Yue as the moon? Because like if you're dating Yue as the moon, that's a long distance relationship. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if I'm up for that, so don't. <laughs> also just want to say she totally let on Sokka and that's why she's mostly towards dump for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's super fair. She was like, let's Let's flirt, let's flirt. And then, as I said earlier in this episode, I can't, Sokka. I carved something for you. It's a bear. Uh, no, it's actually a fish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so dumb. Oh. Master Piandao. Oh. Mm. Big mm. sword energy. Mm. Date. I liked his voice. Mm. Yeah, his voice actor was really, really great. He had that rich voice. Oof. June. Oh my God, June. Mm, I'm kind of scared. She kind of scares the shit out of me, but if I was on... It's kind of like with Azula, if I was on her good side, 100%, because... But I think I would date June more than I would date Azula, because she's scary, but she's less crazy. Right, she's just intense, and she has a pretty scary, tough job, being, like, basically a A bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah. (laughs) She just gets the job done. She gets it done. I hope Girls she gets get something done. I hope Amy. she gets something else done. Yeah. Okay, anyway, enough with my lesbian jokes. Um <laughs> Ty Lee. Hmm. I'd say day just because but also, I don't know, she's a little fake. She is a little fake, but she's very flexible. <laughs> um, she's very pretty. She is a gymnast. I'm really I, torn. She kind of acts dumb. She's like, oh, look, Azula, it's the Avatar. Like, no shit, girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty oh, neutral no. on her because I feel like, you know, we did have that moment where they're all around the fire or whatever, and they're kind of sharing their, airing their grievances, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we get that whole thing about, like, she ran away to join the circus to find a family. And, and to feel like she was different because she has a bunch of identical sisters. Right. Yes. <laughs> Forgot about that. Circus freak is a compliment. Okay, but so wait. If you were actually dating Ty Lee and then you were like at a family thing and all of her sisters were hanging out and they all looked like her, 
how would you know you're like kissing the right this one? is gonna be a classic episode of friends with uh, <laughs> which, which which of joey's sisters which did you make out with <laughs> judy is our next oh, one dump, dump. obviously she, dump she's not even a real well, she is a real person and i feel bad that they got brainwashed and like the people at bossing say we're so afraid of whatever but right hi i'm judy i'm judy I'm Judy. <laughs> okay. I'm keeping that in. Um, yeah, but no, definitely hardcore dump because I feel like if you started dating her because you thought that she was normal at first. You'd be ne- severely disappointed. The next thing you know, you're going to be like tied up under Lake Lao Guy. <laughs> and you like don't know how you got there. <laughs> and or your original Judy girlfriend will get like abducted and then a new and Judy replaced. will take your place and be like, I'm your girlfriend, Judy. And you're like, the fuck, bitch? No. <laughs> All right, Teo. I would date him. He's so sweet. Yeah, Aww. he's a really cute yeah, little really guy. Sweet. And he's pretty smart. And his dad's real fun. He's kooky, but he's like, he'd make like a good father-in-law, I think. <laughs> I feel like he's just got a really great spirit, too, because like he's in the wheelchair. But he's like, I don't let that get me down and has his own air glider and stuff. Yeah. Guys, okay, cabbage the- merchant. My cabbages. My cabbages. Um, but let's think about one thing. Cabbage Corp happens, so this guy becomes a freaking like rich ass dude. But with here's a the thing: we don't is know it if- is it him or is it his son or grandson? We don't know if he was the one that created Cabbage Corp or if it was maybe like one of his kids or something. That's true, because, yeah, 60 years do, no, like 70 70. years pass by. Yeah, I I appreciate his love of his cabbages. I appreciate his drive, his determination. But no, it's a pass for me. It's a pass. I'm just neutral. Sorry, we love you, cabbage. Also, he would love the cabbages more than he, he would pay way more attention to his cabbages. than That's super fair. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, hey, what am I? Like, I know I'm not a fucking cabbage, but I'm a fucking person <laughs> and finally prince zuko from season three date him date him date, date him. 100 like honestly he's not the type of guy i would date like i said earlier i was like there's no sense that he, he just doesn't have a sense of humor but the zuko uh yeah he yeah 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 all right everyone <laughs> it is time to put in your results and we're gonna read them out hell yeah okay so i got Humor and stability. What else did, what what did everyone else get? I also got humor and stability. Aww, you're meant for each other. I wonder what Jack would have gotten. Um, passion and drive. Hmm. So we got some different answers here. Let's have Melissa read humor and stability for us. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Nothing is sexier to you than someone who can make you laugh. At that same time, you need a partner who helps you feel grounded, supported, and calm. This makes you best suited for members of the Water Tribe, like Sokka, Katara, and Princess Yue. I think that feels pretty fair. Not that last one, but yeah. Yeah, not Yue, but I mean, we both really love Sokka and Katara. Mm. And we love each other. Uh, uh. You're the Sokka to my Suki. That's what I was about to say. Y'all are Sokka and Suki. That's what I was about to say. Cool, cool. Okay, you read your results. You got... 
passion and drive. You're a super passionate and ambitious person, so you're drawn to people who can match that energy. To you, a relationship isn't worth it if there isn't a little fire. In the Avatar world, you'd be best suited for Prince Zuko, post-redemption arc, of course, or maybe even Princess Azula, minus her being a power-hungry villain. Yeah, I, I said that earlier. I was like, Azula will be a little fun. So yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like this was a very accurate quiz. I, like honestly, after the shitty quizzes we read last week, two weeks, weeks ago, ago oh, however, whenever it was, um, I feel like this is honestly, this is really good. These answers were very accurate. Something that someone who isn't as read, read up on the show would understand. Ten, overall for the quiz, 10 out of 10. I'm just surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Wow. Melissa, uh, thank you for joining us today. What were Yay. your thoughts? Did, did you enjoy the quiz? I did enjoy the quiz. It was fun, and I am excited to do more of them. That is all. <laughs> I am excited to do more of them. That was my Judy impression. <laughs> She's very succinct and to the point. Yeah. Yeah, very succinct. So we're, we're kind of the opposite of Melissa in that regard. <laughs> I make my point in about a third of the time that it takes you guys. Well, that's what happens when you're neurotypical, Melissa. <laughs> that's the only way I'm typical, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Out of this world. Okay, yeah. I it got like really gay in here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Yip Yip, the last podcast with me, Libby Lee. And me, Bethany Burnham. We come out with new episodes every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, be sure to review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Yip Yip, the last podcast. Avatar State, Yip Yip! Yip.